innovative author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Benita with a view is on the new legendary WIGO AM 1570 right now. Hello, how are you today? This is Pastor James Hunt. I'll be taking being your host on today, if that will be all right with you guys on today. We have a powerful topic uh, that I want to discuss with you guys on today, if that would be okay. I hope you will lend me your time, call your friends, your neighbors, relatives, because I think this is going to be a powerful topic on today. And we will just, before we get into that, it's, it's, we, we're going to be talking about blended families. Blended families. Before we get into that, I would always like to go before the Lord in prayer that the Lord will bless the words of wisdom and that the Lord will bless the hearers of what God's word says to them and that they not only stay a hearer but also become a doer of God's word, if that would be all right. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you this morning for blessing us to have a mind and another opportunity to come before your great presence, O oh God. Now, Lord, these are your people here today listening to what you have to say. We ask you to empower them, strengthen them, comfort, edify in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we love you. We thank you for what you're about to do and what you have already done in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. And we love you. In Jesus' name, let every heart in Radio Land say it. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to talk to you all about blended families. I have so many questions and people that have come to me to talk to me about uh, blended families when I'm advising people or counseling people about these different topics, um, you know, what what's to do and what not to do. I want to read something to you, and then I'm going to give you some questions. And I want you guys, listen, as we go through this, I want you to be able to call in uh, to the WIGO 1570 uh, AM. The number is 404-361-1571. That's 404-361-1571. I want you all to call in if you have a question, if you want to add to something. Call in. Don't hesitate. Let, let us go forward. I don't want to just waste a whole lot of time. I appreciate you guys for lending me your time. This is what it says. It says, in times we live in today, you have more blended families than ever. And the question is, why and why not in a bad way, but why in a questionable way? What's going on in the families today? Who's right and who's wrong? Statistics says that there are two out of three marriages end up in a divorce in the church. The question is why? Because the church is supposed to be a place of refuge and a safe haven. One place in the Bible that shares with us that we don't supposed to be unequally yoked with unbelievers, but somehow or another, we end up with broken and dysfunctional families. The question is, what is going on in the families? And that's a question. People still have questions today. What's going on? Why do, and, and, and let me let me say this to you guys, and it's not a, I wouldn't want to put it as a racial thing, but it's, it's I see more in the black communities 
things that are happening like this with the uh, the, the broken families, the, the, the unequally yoked, the male man is not in the family or uh, uh, as the lead in the family. I see more black women raising their children up by themselves. But I also had someone else also toss the coin and said, no, I have more black men that are there raising the family. Well, we got so much to talk about and the questions that we have. We want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Now, the number one question is right here. I want you to hear me. Should the stepmother communicate with the biological mother dealing with their children? And vice versa, should the father keep a relationship with the mother? That's a question. That's a question that has been asked. Should the stepmother communicate with the biological mother? And I want to hear from you guys. What do you all have to say about this? Because people want to know uh, what, what's the deal with this. Because I know, you, you know, some people, some parents don't get along with the other mates once they're going on. They don't get along with the parents they don't want to talk about, uh, you know, the children. Uh, they, they want to build their relationship, what they had. But it's over with. And my question again here, I mean, should the stepmother communicate with the biological mother dealing with their children? And I say again, vice versa. You know, should the father continue to talk to the mother or the father of the family that they just left or they just come out of? And we need to know how to deal with those things the way that they are, because this is a real life issue. This is going on daily. People are struggling with this thing. And, and one family gets when they get married to the next person, they, they have an issue. And it's hard to go and build a family that's blended when coming from different backgrounds and environments. And it's a struggle. So I had one lady say to me, you know, what's the problem? What's the deal? Hold on, we have a, a caller in, right, at this time. Yes, let's, we have a caller. Go ahead, caller, you're on there. Oh, hi, I'm Cynthia, and I'm calling from Miami. Yes. And Cynthia. the reason for my call is there's something that's really been bothering me, and that is the black-on-black crime. Uh-huh. In Miami, we have so many drive through shootings, and a lot of times there being young children that were killed, six years old, seven years old. And what I think bothers me, and I know that I'm part of the problem, is that we need to let these cowards know how angry we are at what they're doing. If a white police officer killed and on all black person, we're out there, and I think we should. Any injustice, there should be protests and all you can do. But I want us to rise up as black people against these thugs. And I'm sorry for calling names, but that's the way I feel for taking these innocent lives. You're a coward when you do a drive-by shooting. You do it and you take off. And it's just been bothering me, and I want to do help do something about it. Be part of of the solution, not part of the problem. Right, right, right. Well, you, you, the first thing I would say to you says is that the change, and I'm not pointing the finger at you or anyone else, 
But the change yes. that you are looking for in others, it first has to start within yourself. Most time, people don't care how angry we are about whatever situation. You got to really reverse this thing all the way back because you got to know that these people that are doing these things, that's doing the shooting, the perpetrator, yes. they don't care. They hadn't had in the upbringing, no discipline, nobody right. to talk to them. And this is some of the stuff we're talking about now with the, some of the blended families because some of the black males don't have a father in the house. Right. You know, number one, most, a lot of them in prison. Number two, the mama have raised, and none against the mothers in the family, but the mothers right. have raised them where now they're not being a real man because a mother cannot, a mother cannot raise a man to be a man. All she can do is raise him to be whatever, you know, to, it, it really he'll become like her. She, but it's take it's like, a man to raise another man. That's the only way he's going to produce what God have called him to do. And that's when I say that, number one, they're, they're in prison. Number two, the, 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 the male figure is absent in the home. Number three, you got a lot of them, and, and God forbid, bless them, some of them dealing with homosexuality. So they're missing in the family. So now it leaves the black family. There's a gap there that needs to be filled. And no one is there stepping up to the plate. We got a bunch of people say this and say that and say this, all this, whatever. But nobody's doing nothing about it. No one is doing nothing about it. Yes, you know what? I agree with you. And when you said it has to start with you, it reminded me of what Mahatma Gandhi said. And he said, you be the change that you want to see in this world. And you're right. I need to do something about it. And I'm glad you said that because I've been thinking of starting an organization centered around this where we mentor to young children at a young age. And hopefully some of these things uh, won't happen. And along with that, sis, if I can say this before you go, you got to look at where they are. See, we yes. can practice something so long and it still turns out wrong. They say practice make perfect. I disagree. I said perfect practice make perfect. If you right. practice something the right way the first time, it'll be right. So we got to find out where they are. If you can't find out where they are, we just we're still kicking wheels. We're still in the same place. You got to know how to meet these people, these children, right where they are. Where they are. You, you follow okay. me? Amen. You, you, exactly. you got to f meet them where they are. And and that's the problem. We're just doing things. We think if we throw money out there, that it's going to change it. No, it's not. It's going to give money to do more of the negative things. That is true. You, you, you follow me, sis? And, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. We, we got to overcome that first. We got to figure out what they need. Where they're going, what's their mindset, what's their goal? See, they don't have no mindset. They don't have no goals. They don't yeah. have no conscience. Some of them, and the person that does not have a conscience is a dangerous person. I agree with and that. And they're raised to be like that, to not have a conscience. And that's not good. Now you got to fight all that trauma. You got to first deal with the mental capacity. You can tell somebody anything how you want them. But you got to know how to deal with the mental capacity of that child. You don't know what trauma they've been through. They've been molested. 
They've been talked about. They've been abused. They've been sexually harassed. You know, so many, the mom walked out, the dad walked out. The mom is on drugs. The dad is on drugs. Uh, the mom is a homosexual. I mean, dad is homosexual. The mom is a lesbian. You, you, you don't know how these people are thinking. So we got to reach the mental capacity of these children in yeah. order to bring a change. I agree with that. Thank you so much. You know, I am really going to try to do something concerning the situation because I want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Amen. And you have a blessed day, and thank you so much for your input. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. God bless you, ma'am. Okay. God bless you, too. Bye. Yes. Isn't that something, guys? People are killing people every day. And we talk about the other races what the, the KKK are doing or what the other man are doing or the red man or the white man or the black or the Jew man. You, you're doing it to yourself. We killed Dr. Bonnie Benito with The View. We'll be right back. Who's going to rise up to make a change? Who's going to do something about this? The change that you're looking for in other people at first have to start within you. You be the change that you're looking for. We need to pray for those, that community. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you right now, God, for those people that have lost their loved ones. We don't count as short. We don't count as slack. But, Lord, we ask you to encourage them during their times of bereavement. Touch their minds, their spirit. Let them know that everything will be all right. And we thank you for it. Every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Red man or the white man or the black or the Jew man. You, you're doing it to yourself. We Dr. Bonnie Benito with The View. We'll be right back. Who's going to rise up to make a change? Who's going to do something? Somebody may be crying, but I come to let you know that God can make it all right.
Welcome back to Dr. Bonnie's show with a view. Thank you again. Make your phone call again at 404-361-1571. That's 404-361-1571. Call in. We waiting to hear from you. We've got another caller on the line. Caller, you're on Bonnie with the view. Our host is waiting for you to make a comment. Good morning. Go ahead, call you on air. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, uh, my name is Marie, and I just want to ask a question of you to get your view and opinion. Sure. Today's kids, they seem to be void of a compass of respect and acknowledgement of their parents, their elders, and anyone else. I raised my kids. And I had a lot of them. And at that time, I could give them a look without even saying a word. And they would quiet down or stop that bad behavior or, you know, just know that mom means for me not to be doing this. These kids now, you can look at them and they look back. Right. No, no. <laughs> so tell me, what's your opinion? Why is that? Well, first, my first question would be to you, not just question you with a question. But was the male in the home when you was raising these kids? No, my husband died early. But he was there? Yeah, he was. But okay. he died when they were small. So did you replace, not just replace him, but did you remarry? No, I did not. Okay. One of the problems in the family, and, and I go back to what I was saying earlier, in the black family, the male is missing from the family mm-hmm. to raise the kids the way that they should go. One scripture says, and I'm, and I'm not preaching to you, raise up a child in the way that they should go. And people misinterpret that. Raise up a child in the way that they should go. See, we raise children the way we want them to go and not the mm-hmm. way that God intended for them to go. And when they're old, they would not depart. And that's a problem. Today, in the time and the society we live in today, look what's happening. 
It, it ain't like it was in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the way that pain. Mama, my mom would look at us. You, the children, you, we couldn't sit in, the, uh, in mama's mouth while she's talking to other grown people. Yes, she would look, I hate that. She would look at you in a way, and then if you thought you wanted to look funny, she would hit, pick up a shoe and hit you where it hit you at. And that's what's wrong with some of the people. They're afraid. Of, the parents today have made their children their friends. That's another problem. They're afraid mm-hmm. to whoop these children because now they're put in the law that if you whoop these children, abuse they call you going to jail. So it ain't just the people, the parents. You got the system is working with you and against you at the same time. Because if you hit these, well, let me say yes. Well, let me say this: you can't be afraid of the system because um, as mine were growing, the system was changing, and you could tell. You know, they could tell people on you. They the school was teaching them to dial nine one one, but I would always let mine know: call down nine one one and call the system. They can have you. Right. Because I'm not your little friend, and you're not going to run me. I'm not afraid. So if they come, all they're going to do is take you so they can have you. Right. So it's going to be my way or whatever other way that comes your way. Yes, and, and I, I agree with that. But at the end of the day, if I ask, if I can ask a question, what ends up happening to what you're trying to raise? You still lose. Because now the system has taken your children. Now they're in custody with the foster care. Don't know God where they'll end up the next two years with some type of child molester, some abuser. So it's so much that goes in with this that it's it's crazy. And and the people always say, oh, the system. Yeah, the system is designed to show you. And then what the the system also tell you, your child is sick with a mental illness if they act a certain way. So now they, they put it where now I can't raise you. And now they put it also that if I can't raise you, now I'm going to put on you a stigma that, hey, now he's ADHD. Uh, He's slow. He's dealing with this. He needs this. And then they tell you what type of medication to put your children on to keep them messed up. So it's almost like a a a lose-lose situation. So I think that... But uh, let me say this. Let uh, me say this. Let me interject right here. Sure. I hear what you're saying, but if you are of faith, you got to trust God. You got to do what you got to do to raise your children and put them in the life that you want them to grow in. And you can't be afraid of those systems, those labels, those any of that. You got to do the work and trust in God. Because if you don't trust in God, then you're going to lose anyway. Right. And, and I agree with you 200%. And that was my next question. You preempted my thoughts. The next thing I would say to anybody, if you're going to raise a child, you should raise them in a godly environment. Let me say this. It doesn't mean always that they're going to turn out to be this angel because you can be raised in the church and still be a devil. Mm-hmm. You, you follow what I'm saying? But I think if you raise a child up in the admonition of the Lord, they have a better chance. Not only in the law, you got to also have uh, 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 the male figure in the family, like God intended to be. Because if you have a broken family, then you go also you're gonna have broken kids in the process. There's no way around it. And then you say you, you got to have a faith, but faith without works is dead. I got I've seen a exactly. lot of people in church that raise their children, and they ain't raising their children. They're children just as 
<laughs> I wish I can talk to you like I really. <laughs> I wish I can really talk to you like I really want to talk to you. And, and but but you got children in the church that have been. <laughs> oh my God, they are practicing yeah. things that they are, yeah. they are practicing things uh, that they don't, they don't have no business practicing in the church. Let me say this. Let me say this. I grew up in the church. Family was big figures in the church. But some of the worst friends I had was the. the now you see what I'm talking about. The so same thing. You gotta have, but you gotta. Have, you get, it's a whole mixture of exactly. You balance. gotta have some. You gotta have the faith. You gotta have your own mind. You, you need gotta, a community. Just, you need your families. Yeah, and you and, need and history. Here's thing, and here's the thing: when I was telling you that he died early, however, even though I didn't remarry, I had my father. I had my grandfather. I put my boys in mentorship programs around other successful men. I put my kids in organizations. They used to get so tired of me. I don't want to go to karate. I don't want to go to this. I don't want to go to to the bestie club. I, but I just kept pushing it. I put them in stuff they quit. <laughs> but I put them in something else. Because you was trying to but do you, your part. Yeah, because I was trying to do my part. But you do have to put them in that surrounding. And I'm not telling you I never had an issue. What I'm telling you is that when you plant that seed, that flower going to grow. Oh, absolutely. It's going to so grow if you don't kill it. I had that, <laughs> even the ones that I had issues with, in the end, they went back to their, their learnings and what they were taught. And now they're all successful people. Right. And, and that's okay. Just like I said, raise up a child in the way that it should go. And when they are old, they were not there to return back to their place. But what about the ones that didn't get what your kids get? God. And that's why we as people have to, you know, not only it's not only about you, it's about the world. Absolutely. Sometimes you may have to help with somebody else's kids. You may have to sit down. I'm telling you, I used to talk to all the children. <laughs> all yeah. of them. And yeah. I still try if I I'll talk to a strange kid in a minute. That's okay. And we need people like more people like you. But unfortunately, guess what? We don't have everybody like you or myself that want to see a change, that want to make a change. You got people out there don't even understand how to make a change. And I tell any, I tell people this today. The same mindset that got you in the rut that you're in can't be the same mindset to get you out of it. You got to learn how to read other people's books. And what I mean mm -hmm. by reading other people's books is to pay attention and learn from someone else that is smarter than you. If you're the smartest person in the group, you're the dumbest one. That's how I mm -hmm. believe. And, yeah, and, and here's the thing. You have to feel good, too, and because you can't save everybody. That's why it is the devil in hell. You can't save everybody. No, you can't but save if you everybody. Talk to 100, if you talk to 100 and you save one, you just saved another 100. Right. And you need the hunger to want to save the world if you could. But unfortunately, again, exactly. you cannot save the world. All we, all thing we can do all that feel-good music lives here on WIGO AM 1570. Elmwood, Morrow, Georgia. We are the legendary WIGO. Paysetter 1570 AM Atlanta. Oh, I, hope I, and I just wanted to call in and, 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 and ask that question. Because some of these kids, oh, Lord, I want to go back to the 50s and just be like, take a house shoe and whoop a whole group of <laughs> Yeah, some of them now you hit them with a shoe if you want, they're going to hit you back with a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You got to be careful. 
Tyler Perry, but then you gotta have a house show with one hand and a pistol. Oh, mm-hmm. Cause they get they rough. <laughs> <laughs> They'll show you some. Some I'm gonna cuss you out. So <laughs> I do understand. Yes, ma'am. And I hope I said something oh, to encourage you, uh, encourage Radio you. Land to, you know, from from the the, the question that you had on yes, today. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And thank you for the call. All right, well, thank you. Bye bye. Yes, ma'am. We'll be right back. We need to take a break at this moment. Thank you. That feel good music lives here on WIGO AM 
Welcome back with Dr. Bonnie with a view. I want y'all to make those phone calls. Here's the number again, 404-361-1571. That's 404-361-1571. We also like to invite you guys out to our uh, Christmas event that we'll be hosting uh, on December the 23rd at 3 p.m. It's the Reconciliation Incorporated and Life Partners present a Christmas toy giveaway, free food, on December the 23rd at 3 p.m. at the Centerville Community Center. The address is 3025 Bethany Church Road. That's Snellville, Georgia, 339. That's Reconciliation and Life Partners presenting a Christmas toy giveaway, free food, on December the 23rd at 3 p.m. at the Centerville Community Center. That's 3025 Bethany Church Road in Snellville, Georgia, 339. And we're accepting all donations and anything that you all guys want to uh, be able to do to contribute to this cause. Amen. Do just that. Amen. And also, along with that, we're looking for people to volunteer uh, with the ministry. Uh, on the uh, 8th of January, we'll start the ministry there at the same location. Uh, we are about in our 20th week of ministry, planting a ministry here in the Georgia area. Uh, God had blessed us in Mobile to plant a ministry there over 18 years ago, and the church is still going on strong today. And God have blessed us to move to the second location to plant another ministry here in the, uh, the Georgia area. Matter of fact, it will be at the same location at the Centerville Community Center, 3025 Bethany Church Road. That's in Snellville, Georgia, 300. 39. That's reconciliation. That's the name of the ministry. And you say, what is the reconciliation? Reconciliation is to draw people to God. And not only do it draw people to God, it also reconnect people back to God. And not only that, it also helped the ones that are connected to God stay connected with God. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And that's the name of our church. We're looking for all volunteers to come out, help support us, help us build, help us grow to the next level in our faith, to mature and spiritual walk. Our spiritual walk with God is a blessing when you serve the Lord. And we thank you all again in Radio Land. And, and we want you also to still call in today, 404-361-1571, with your questions or if you have any concerns about what we're talking about on today because there's some powerful topics that's going on. We have so many people that's dealing with issues every day and people need a solution to their problem. And sometimes it's hard to get those uh, uh, answers because no one is talking about it. And everyone is, and you got a lot of people are quiet and a lot, especially in the black family, they, and we, not just they, we look to the church because that's mostly all we had is the church to look for our answers in God, faith in God. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord according to his purpose. And in all our ways, we know we're supposed to acknowledge him because he will direct our path. And if God be for us, who can be against us? So, again, pick up your phones and call in. Call us at 404 
1571 with Dr. Bunny with a view. Again, if I can mention back to you again, we're looking for volunteers to come help worship in the ministry. And when I say volunteers, I need people that will be able to, to be willing to sing, play the instruments, the drums, greeters, urshers, anything that God puts your mind to do. We need your help. If you would come out, it's Reconciliation Incorporated. It's a nonprofit organization, church, and the location is Centerville Community Center. 3025 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. We need any and everybody to come out to help serve. We will start on that date, January the 8th. That's when we'll meet there and begin services. We need everyone that's willing and ready to come help serve. And I'm going to tell you something. There is a blessing when you serve the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And that's a, and that's a good point right there. I remember um, in my early years of ministry, I was a member of Philadelphia, Philadelphia Baptist Church, and the pastor always let the minister come in and sit with him in the morning. And he always designated someone to preside over the service. But what I, what I got out of that is serving. One of the greatest things you can do is serve because the word ministry is serving. Right. So when you're a minister, you're serving. All of us are ministers in some some way or another. And and it's so important to serving. Now, serving is so important. Yes, it, it keeps is. you humble and it keeps you focused. It don't matter who preaches on Sunday. Don't matter if Pastor Wilson been preaching every 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 once every fourth Sunday. It's okay. You just go to, I didn't go there to be seen. I went there to help and serve my pastor in whatever capacity I could do. The greatest things you can do is be a servant. I think in one of Martin Luther King's speeches, he made mention of how important serving is, man. Serving will lead you to leadership if you serve properly. That's right. We got another caller on the line. Go ahead, caller, you're live. Bonnie with the view. Hey, Pastor James, how are you? Um, super. Bria from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Um, I'm so excited about the event that you're speaking about. I'm definitely going to be there. That's going to be an amazing event, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm going to definitely be there to serve. So Amen. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I wanted to kind of go back to the topic that you were talking about, um, about the blended family. Yes. Um, I'm kind of dealing with an issue that's similar to kind of what you were speaking about um, with, well, basically, let me tell you my story. So I just got married last year. Um, my husband now has two, um, you know, two baby mamas. So one of them I get along with. Um, we don't have any problems. Um, the other one, there's an issue. Um, well, basically, he has two kids with the one that I'm referring to. But the thing is, the mother does not like to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. But I have issues with her communicating through my husband about me. So what I mean about that is basically she'll, you know, kind of communicate to him things that I need to do with the kids. 
So, I mean, what do you feel about that, Pastor James? Because I'm like, I feel like, you know, as women, we should communicate, especially if we're helping to raise, you know, kids together, right. um, even though we're not in the same household. Um, right. I do feel like it's important that we communicate and not through, you know, my husband. So right, to say. right. And, and that goes back to the question that I asked, should the stepmother communicate with the biological mother dealing with the children and vice versa? Should the father do likewise? I think what happened is if we have an issue with the two females in the relationship, I think we yeah. should all, this is me personally, I think if you do all things, you do it in decent and in order. Amen. And always Amen. I think you should take it to the head of the household. I don't think two women, especially if you didn't ever had any dealings with that woman. Right. And he is the only one that had the dealings with the woman it's not your job to straighten her out okay it's okay. his job uh, not okay. just only his any okay. male and vice yeah. versa it's their job to straighten things out like that because now is i mean and, and it's inedible that he's no longer with her he's with right. you and if he loves you enough he shouldn't allow confrontation to come in between you and his ex Period. Right. Zero right. tolerance. Right. So that's yeah, something. Think, and and yeah. those are not your kids. And let me just, and I'm going to speak straight. Yeah, we are married. And that mm -hmm. is my child through marriage. But biologically, that's not my child. Absolutely. And really, it's not my responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. I think that the husband is his responsibility to make sure that there's more, that there's peace in the family, especially with his new wife. Because if not, that's going to be a problem. And that's going right. to be, you, you're going to be going around in circles and you're going to be back into another relationship because now you allow the blended part of the family tear up what you have now. That's what I believe. Oh my God. You said a lot right there. Like <laughs> that is so, that's really big right there. Amen. So I think that's, that, that is something that, you know, definitely needs to be dealt with um, because it, it, it does, you know, it can cause a friction within the family. Yes. You know, if that is not taken care of. You right. know, so I do agree with that. Pastor and the James, children. I do appreciate and, that. And, and let me say this for you. And the children are watching this. If the yeah. dad cannot correct the situation before right. them, they're going to think it's okay to do what they do. And now, therefore, now they're going to stay doing what they've been doing. You see, don't let the oh, mama so tell. True. And then you got to watch also the same thing. When the children go back to mama, what she's implanting them, what she's stripping them well, with. Now, that's what I was going to say, too, Pastor James, because things are, you know, being said to them. Yes. And then, you know, it's like, okay, then they're, like, looking at you in a certain kind of yes. way. Yes. Absolutely. So you to them you, from that parent. Yeah, you're programming them to be one way, but then when you send them back home, they deprogram and reprogram all over again. Now they're coming back into the house, yeah. and I got to start all over again. Now there's oh another God. problem. There's another issue. Yeah. Now there's confrontation. Now there's going to be confrontation, and not only in with the family, with the blended family, with the children, it's going to bring a problem with the male mm -hmm. or the wife. You, you see, because now he goes like, hey, you know, I was, I knew them before I knew you. Mm -hmm. And you can't talk <laughs> to my children any kind of way. I'm not just saying it's you. It's just with people, yeah. I, the people I deal with. They don't yeah. want some people secretly don't want you chastising their children. Mm. I wish you mm. could hear me. I wish yeah, you could I hear me. Pastor. I mean, I, 
I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to pray about this. I've been praying about the situation because my thing is I definitely want us to have a relationship, you know, because I feel like, you know, it's healthy for the kids. And if he want a relationship, he will straighten it out and you all will work it out together. And you are what comes first. You are his wife and he's your husband (laughs) and you are first priority over the children. I know people don't want to hear, but it's the truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Amen. Pastor. So I hope I, I said something. So much. I hope I said something to you to encourage you on yeah, you this evening. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Bye bye. Yes. All right, Pastor. At- we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Bonnie with a view. The topic for today: blended families. How is that working in your in your family? Yo, everybody, come get your bounce on, get your bounce on, get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it, you gotta get, come on, fifth one, fourth one. Come on, sing it, ah! Where I could rise and think of you, and reminisce on all the things you do.
Wait, wait, wait. Think I want to hear some horns. Welcome back with Dr. Bonnie with a view. We was talking about blended families. But before we get into that, I want you guys to be able to call in 404-361-1571. That's 404-361-1571. We also want to make sure you all understand uh, we Reconciliation Incorporated and Life Partners is presenting a Target giveaway with free food on December the 23rd at 3 p.m., the Centerville Community Center. The address is 3025 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. That's Reconciliation and Life Partners is presenting a Christmas Target giveaway with free food on December the 23rd at 3 p.m. at the Centerville Community Center, 30. 25 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. And it's the same thing, the same location, the same location on January the 8th. We will be birthing, we will actually be birthing the ministry in this location, the same location. And we need all volunteers, people that will volunteer, that will come out and don't mind help serving the Lord. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about us building the kingdom of God. Is that all right? And we look forward to seeing you guys on that day. God bless you. So I want to jump back into what we were talking about, blended families. And the, the, the lady just asked a minute ago, she had so many different questions. And do you believe it or not, people are dealing with this issue every day, but nobody's talking about it. Now, let me throw another question out because this is something that people deal with. And, and, and this is a question that has been asked. And this is I want to challenge your thinking as well. Some men are on the down low and they are marrying these women with children's 20 years later, her son turns, turns out to be gay because of the stepfather molesting the child throughout his life. And the mother never knew about it, but she still chose the man over the child. What do you have to say about that? Here's a man, and, and 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 believe it or not, these men will still marry you, and they be on the down low with women's with the children, and they're not their children. And come find out later on in that child's life, she had a male child in her family, and come to find out twenty years later, her son her son turns out gay. Because of the stepfather molesting the child in his life, throughout his life. And the mother never knew about it. If she did know about it, she didn't care. Or she didn't address it. 
I have people that always come to me with all types of issues. And this is one of them. And what happens? But the woman still choose the child. I mean, chooses the man over the child. I want to know what's your view. What's your, what do you think about that? Because now it's not the parents that's struggling. It's the child now that's dealing with the trauma. Now, his life is twisted, dysfunction. 20 years now, he, he got to figure out who he is. Don't know who, who his, I mean, he don't even know his identity. He's somebody else. Because of mama making the wrong decision. And I know we always talk about, oh, God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm single. I need a man. No, you, you still, we still have to make sure we make wise decisions when we choose an mate. And that's what it goes back to what I was talking about, even in the word of God. Second Corinthians chapter six and verse 14, when God tells us not to be unequally yoked. When people talk about that in the church, they say unequally yoked. They thinking it just, you know, well, if you're in the church, you're saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized in Jesus name, whatever. They think it's okay. No, it's not okay. People have to make sure they screen whoever they uh, are, are dating. You just can't date anybody because they're saved or in the church. They may not be going the way that you're going. And you have to protect your children, mothers and fathers, vice versa. If the father is the head of the house and the mother has walked out or left or not there or passed away, whatever, the father has to do the same thing because you have predators out there that don't care about your children. They will hurt your children. And you all are there that's listening to me. You need to pay attention. You need to even watch the children that your children deal with because you don't know what their parents teaching them. Who's molesting them? And you would never know. I wish y'all can hear me. I wish y'all can hear me. I wish y'all can hear me. Some of that same stuff happened to me. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I got boys and I got two little girls. Well, my daughter, she's up now. She's 30 years old now. But, we but, hope but my you son, enjoyed Dr. When they was younger, I used to help watch over the single mother's uh, uh, son and, you know, just to be a male figure. And it's like this ain't something just started with me, what I'm talking about. I was there and my two sons was at the age of two years old, three and four. And I was used to keep this young boy to come by the house and, and be a father figure to him. Everything I'd done for my boys, I'd done for him. But one night I woke up and I'm telling I ain't got the I'ma tell y'all the truth. One night I woke up, something just kept had me to like I had to go and use the restroom. And you know how you want to lay there and you just want to be comfortable. You don't want to move, you just want to be comfortable. But something I fell back to sleep and something woke me back up again and said, get up. And I finally, after so many times, went on and got up. And, you know, I always, when I get up, I check my house like most men would do. Check their homes, check the doors, check the children's rooms, and do all those different things. But you know what happened when I woke up that night? It was 4 day maybe in the morning. Do you know I walked in, and this young boy that I was, I mean, been years watching out for this boy. Taking, looking out for him. He was in that trying, he, he, he didn't get to do it. And I'm telling you the God ever true. 
he was a, he was attempting to mess with my young little boy. You see how easy, and here it is, and, and, and let me tell y'all something. This boy was in the church. His mom that was in the church. So that's why I'm telling you parents out there, you can't be too careful. If I had not caught that when God showed it to me, my ball would have been messed up today. Thank God he gave me understanding of what had happened. And you have to do the same thing. You don't let no man come in there and do some things. That's why you, you have to make sure you choose wisely, woman. And vice versa, man, you choose wisely. You can't let predators in your house because you are responsible. Bless his name. I wish somebody, I hope this helps somebody. We got so much to talk about. And one other thing we got, why are black females, and this is another thing as we go on with this show with Dr. Dr. Bonnie with a view, we want to discuss these things. Why are black females choosing their mates straight from the prison yard? They're choosing their mates at the prison yard. Isn't that something wrong with that? Bless his name. So we're going to deal with a bunch of things. Oh, my God, we're going to deal with so many things. Some men are on the download, and they are marrying these women with children. 20 years later, her son turns out gay because the stepfather molested the child throughout his life, and the mother never knew. But she still chooses him over her son. God bless you. We thank you. Amen. We want to hear. We want to know. God bless you. This is Dr. Bunny with The View.